0: as I live saith the Lord as you have spoken in my ears so will I do because of what you said now folks they're the ones that have authority the people are the ones that have authority if the will of God for the Israelites to take the promised land was the only thing that mattered he would put them in the land no lies why even send them into the land Why doesn't God just take the breath from every person living in the promised land before they even get there? So our authority based on what God has revealed his will to be. How do they exercise that authority? Well, they exercise it by what they start off. It says, as truly as I live. That seems to be just a, um, well, extra words for his life, God's life. How does God live? He says this that he's pronouncing, this principle that he's pronouncing. One translation says it's the oracle of God. He identifies it with his own life. Well, how does God live? He lives eternally and he lives unchangingly. God cannot change. So when he says, as truly as I live, and folks, every time the Bible says, as truly as I live, take notice of what he's saying. It's the greatest thing that God can swear by. He's saying literally, you can mark this down. This is the way that it will be. As truly as I live, say unto the people, as you have spoken in my ears, so shall shall I do unto you. The eternal, unchanging principle is you will have what you say. Now, folks, go back with me to Mark chapter 11, verse 23, when Jesus is identifying the faith of God, the God kind of faith, the kind of faith that moves, increasing and building that measure into great faith rather than letting it go by and operating in little faith. But compare what Jesus said to what God said in the Old Testament. Verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea. And shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. What God identified as an unchanging and eternal principle in Numbers chapter 14, Jesus identifies as the God kind of faith. Which you already have a measure of. Folks, this subject of faith is all important. You can't please God without it. You can't receive from God without it. You can't gain victory, no matter what Jesus did for us. You can't gain the victory in this life without it. What could possibly be more? The thing that pleases God is not us humbling ourselves as so much of the modern day church thinks about. Humbling ourselves so that we take whatever comes and says, well, God will work it out. But rather, true humility, Bible humility, Christian humility is yielding our thoughts, our wrong thoughts, our evil thoughts of doubt to what God's Word says instead and living by that. Most of the modern day church thinks it's humble. It's a matter of a sign of humility that we don't try to impose ourselves. Folks, how does somebody that God has given authority in the earth not impose themselves on the earth when they exercise that authority that God has given us here on the earth? That's not the way God sees it. God sees it as a sign of humility that we yield our wrong thoughts and renew our minds to the truth of God's word and operate in the victory that Jesus won for us. That's true humility. That's true humility. you will have what you say if you don't like what you have check up on what you're saying because what we have today is a product of what we said yesterday whether yesterday was literally yesterday or a month ago or a year ago or whatever what we have is a result of what we say and that principle never changes let's pray Father, thank you so much for the authority you've given unto us here on the earth. Thank you that you deliver your word to us that we might operate according to the unseen realm. Since we cannot see the unseen realm, Father, we are totally dependent on your word to reveal to us who we are, what your will is. And what you've done for us through the precious blood of Jesus being shed. So we choose, Father, the reality of the unseen realm. Because we believe your word. That which we say, according to your word, changes the physical realities around us. So we say... Say this after me, in the name of Jesus, word of God, we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We say that Jesus paid the price for us to prosper, so we call ourselves prosperous. We say that Jesus took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses, and with his stripes we were healed. So we say we are the healed of God. We say we're free from sickness and disease. From the top of our heads to the soles of our feet. Because we've attended to your word. We have found so be it. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, God bless you folks. Thanks for being with us this morning. Come on back and be with us for Healing School tonight.